Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Ramblin' Road Thoughts. Friday, sunshiny, chance of rain. It's going to be a good day. So, being that this is Friday, we'll see about maybe picking up on this whole theme that we've been talking about, teamwork and making yourself better uh, for yourself and for your team. But one thing I wanted to talk about, I guess, today was the uh, um, when you have a falling out and um, with people in a team dynamic. And this can be, again, personal, friends, family. It's going to happen. Um, in life, you're not going to remain quote-unquote friends uh, your whole life. And in the workplace, especially, um, making friendships, there's a difference between professional relationships and friendships. And it really is how you define those. And a lot of people, because they work in a workplace 40-plus hours a week, they, they make friendships because they want to, you know, those are the people they see the most. So, um, you know, they, they instinctively want to hang out with each other outside of work because they, they're bonding during work, so they want to bond outside of work. you got to be careful with that because uh, especially when you get into a uh, supervisor work relationship, it, it's, it's, I've always remained a respectful distance from the employees that report to me because I don't want to have... If something happens and I have to do a, a quote-unquote disciplinary action with them, if you have a personal friendship with them, then it, uh, then it can, uh, without establishing rules, you know, ahead of time, it can get very messy and very complicated because the other person can feel offended. Like, how can you do this to me? I thought we were friends. But anyway, I'm diverging from where, uh, what I want to talk about. You're going to lose friends in life. It's going to happen. Whether it's um, whether it's uh, uh, just due to distance and time, where you guys are just on your own tracks and doing your own thing, and hopefully you have one or I know I have one of those friends in life that you know from high school, that middle school and high school, that you know we go years without talking, but as soon as we hear each other's voice we're like hey man what's going on and it's like no time's lost you know and you're gonna have some of those relationships but you're gonna have people come in and out of your lives and sometimes you have to make decisions that are better for you better for your family maybe it's better for personal growth and sometimes they won't understand those uh decisions and they may be at different points in their life as well uh, maybe you're a little more further progressed in terms of your maturity. If you're, you know, going into that, you're, you're in your 20-somethings, you know, uh, learning to adult. And sometimes they won't understand your decisions. Sometimes it can be a partner, a, a girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, them, them, whatever. And they don't understand your decision. You're doing something that you need to do to make yourself better so you can be better for them, but maybe they're not in the same headspace and can uh, 
um, again, it, it can throw a monkey wrench into things and it's going to happen. That's life. So what do you do about it? Depends on the person, depends on the friend. Um, first and foremost, if they're the one that broke off the friendship, the relationship, give them time. You need to give them a little time. Yeah, you're going to, you might be the type of person that's sitting over in your cubicle, your home, your garage, your car, going, oh man, I can't believe we're not friends anymore. And, and, and you're wallowing over it. Again, you're letting the emotion control you. You can grieve for a little while, but at some point you got to pick yourself up, put your big boy pants back on and um, get moving back onto your life. Because maybe, you know, like I said, it's a difference of opinion. Maybe they didn't understand something. Maybe you don't understand something about what they're doing. You need to get back at some point and start focusing again on you to make yourself a better person. And that person, time, so time is the first kind of buffer. You just, you know, there's a old saying, you know, time heals all wounds. And I've seen that in my life as well. People that I didn't really want to relate to anymore because, uh, yeah, we just had a falling out, you know, and, and they did something that kind of ticked me off. And I cut them off for several years while I worked on myself. And then over time, we've started talking again. Um, but you need to give them a little time. Yeah, you can make an overture. Only make one, though. If they respond to it, great. If not, give them more time. And don't be begging and don't be pleading. Like, oh, and... and Depending on what it is, unless you intentionally did something to, to hurt them or harm them, don't apologize. There shouldn't be any need for it. Um, you know, or if they're making a decision and you're now catching up to understand their decision, you can say, well, you know what? I was seeing things differently and I get where you're going, you know. Um, but one of the things is if you're trying to patch up a relationship, they're focused on them and you're focused on you. So a bridge to build is acknowledging them, acknowledging their hurt or their harm, you know, whatever, and giving them that recognition that you are recognizing it. Was that a circular statement? I don't know. Anyway. Um, and so you need to... Uh, you can't rush right back into it either because then, one, it undermines you. Because remember, in the end, especially when you get into the adult world, they're going to respect confidence and they're going to respect seeing growth in you. And I've, I've, I've had it happen where I've written people off you know, mentally, I'm just not giving them any emotional energy. I don't care. I just don't, whatever. And, you know, I've seen them grow and I've seen them come around and I've seen them change and I've kind of taken them back into my circle, you know, I'll deal with them politely and professionally if it's a work relationship or if it's somebody I have to see in my personal life on a regular basis. But, you know, I don't give them any emotional control over me. So you have to, uh, as odd as it sounds and as 
some people will say as selfish as it sounds, you have to, you have to just cut that, uh, that festering wound that is the emotional grief of losing that friend and you have to focus on yourself. And there's another part to it is why did you lose the friend? You got to do that self-analysis, right? We always talk about that when you have obstacles, issues, problems. You got to take a breath, again, give it a little time, and start thinking back through and do self-analysis. A lot of self-analysis to see were you, were, did you do something wrong to, to wrong them, to harm them, to hurt them, you, you know, and be honest with yourself. What did you do? You know, because every relationship is a two-way street. Even the ones that seem overwhelmingly dominated by one side. It's still a two-way street. You know, and I'll use the uh, classic uh, dominating wife, uh, simp husband uh, kind of analogy where, you know, it's just yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. Well, he in that situation, he's feeding it by not standing up. He's feeding it by, you know, he's giving back by his behavior and that's her expectation. You know? And if he wants to balance the relationship, he needs to start pushing back a little bit. And there's going to be, and when you push back, when you've created expectations for people, and that's why I talk about trying to be consistent, especially in the workplace and especially as a leader, you try to be as consistent as you can. Um, and then even in change, you try, you kind of hold on to your ideals and your morals and your ethics, um, when you're, you, you know, going through that change, but you know, you've set that expectation. I think I've even talked about this before in relationships. You've taught them how to treat you. And sometimes if you go through radical change, you have an epiphany and an eye-opening, an awakening. They're not going to know how to handle that. And part of your epiphany should be under, excuse me, understanding that they're struggling. They're, they don't understand your change. And again, sometimes you've got to give them time. So, uh, yeah, just like anything in life, it's, it's complicated. It's convoluted. Um, so, uh, and sometimes, and sometimes too, the closer the relationship to avoid, you know, causing harm, you got to have the increased communication. And sometimes you got to take that change slow. Sometimes you have to prepare them for the change. Hey, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking. And I'm going through this. And I I think I'm going to try this. And here's another thing. When you do have that talk and you have that communication, sometimes they'll push back. Again, they may not be in the same, same, at the same point in mental headspace that you are. You know, they may not understand why you're going, well, why do you need to do that? Or you're going to, that's not going to work. You're going to fail. You're going to have those naysayers, even from those closest to you. It's going to happen. That's where you take the unpassioned approach and you, you know, you do your homework, you do your research, you do your logical thinking, you do your, you know, and you weigh the pros and cons. You know, and 
this is going to sound kind of selfish as well, but you've got to focus on yourself. You've got to focus on yourself to make yourself a better person, to give you those skill sets. Because at some point, they're going to move on. And if you're still in the same place that you were five years ago, 10 years ago, you're going to be the one hurt. You're going to be the one not understanding. And what are you giving to that relationship? You're not giving enough, so they're moving on. It's all about change. Now, (coughs) excuse me, excuse me. One, another complicating factor too can be the male-female dynamic. And I'm going to talk in stereotypes. Um, Obviously, there's always exceptions to the rule. But guys can oftentimes, when it's a guy-to-guy relationship, can oftentimes get over that hurting of each other a little easier. With boys, uh, it's oftentimes easier to just say, you know what, F you man, you really pissed me off. You state your case and you're done. And that, and that, that person's done stating their case. They've said what they have to say. They're ready to move on. A lot of guys, that's kind of how we think and we operate. Again, always exceptions to the rule, especially in today's culture. And, and, and also age can have something to do with it as well. If you're not as experienced, you're younger, you tend to be more emotional. Or that per, if you're dealing with somebody that's younger, they tend to be much more emotional. Somebody that's got some battle scars of life, the, the trials and tribulations are, are going to be not so emotional and they're going to be easier to just slap you on the back, tell you you messed up, and we're good. I've had those discussions with friends. When you're in the 20-somethings, when life's a little more drama-based and a little more emotional-based, it's different between guys sometimes. Especially if they haven't figured themselves out. It can be that way, or you haven't figured yourself out. Girls or women on the uh, uh, can be a, a slightly different thing. Women tend to be a little more emotional. Again, stereotypical. Um, but again, age is a big factor as well. You know, uh, <laughs> talking to my own mom sometimes, you know, at this day and age, I'll be like, just kind of whining about something that's going on and she's just like okay (laughs) you know not giving me any empathy any playback but she's in her 60s she's been through life she knows life's gonna go on sun's gonna rise tomorrow and um, uh, but and again younger you know, emotions tend to play. And then depending on the form of relationship, you know, if it's a spouse, you know, it's, if you're a guy and it's your wife, the emotions are going to be much stronger. It's going to be much harder, especially when you have a, a marriage or a relationship where if you're moving faster, if you're developing as a person faster than them, that's kind of why they also try to They try to help you, encourage to figure out who you are before you get into those long-term relationships too. And we've talked about that. You know, 
because a marriage where the two people or the long-term relationship where the two people are moving at different paces of personal growth can cause a lot of chaos. Okay. Let me get to one other thing I want to mention real quick and then we'll try to wrap up. The, uh, Broken relationships are also opportunities, like I've mentioned, to learn, to self-analysis, and to grow. What did you do wrong? What could you do better? You know, um, and acknowledge your own faults so that when you go into the next friendship, the next relationship, you could do better because you recognized, I was, oh my God, I was so young and dumb. I didn't know what I was doing. I've been through that. I've seen that. I've seen that in other people around me too. I've seen that in family members. First marriage, they didn't really know what they were doing because they were young. Second marriage, they just didn't do enough. Third marriage, now that they're older, is going really well. They're opening themselves up a little more emotionally to that other person. They're having more of those discussions. They're communicating better. You know, took two messages, took two marriages to learn the lesson, (laughs) but, you know, they finally had that personal growth. And, um, so losing friendships again, you know, we learn more from adversity than we do constant success. It's never going to be perfect, especially the younger you are. You're still learning those lessons. You're still developing those battle scars, those life's life's lessons. So there's an opportunity to learn and you should learn from it. Don't squander it just like anything else. The other part is sometimes they're just toxic. Sometimes you got to let them go. Their, their personal growth or their personal development is so toxic to yours. You got to let them go. You have to. Because if it's stunting your personal growth, if you're with somebody that just will not let you grow and just constantly fights tooth and nail to hold you back. There's some toxicity there. And sometimes they don't even know they're doing it so that when you break that relationship and you're like, see ya, they're they're stunned. They're like, I don't get it. And again, some of that might be built on how you taught them to treat you. But you got to cut toxicity out of your lives. That constant influence of of toxicity. So, so yeah. All right. I think I've rambled on long enough. Um, and I think that's a good place to stop. So, oh yeah. Holy cow. This is a long episode. All right. Hope you got something out of that. If you'd like to uh, point, counterpoint, debate, argue, cuss at me. You know how to get a hold of me through social media at Instagram and Twitter at RamblingGenXer via the email at RamblingGenXer at gmail.com or via the voicemail feature on the Anchor.fm website or app. All right, folks, it's Friday. I appreciate all of you listening. Keeps me, uh, gives me a little bit of motivation. I use it as influence to, to motivate me, and I do appreciate it. So... It's Friday. It doesn't matter what the day is like for you there. Weather-wise, 
goals, objectives, what do you got to go through today? Make it the best day you can. It's the first day of the rest of your life. Make yourself a better person so that you can be better for those around you. And uh, be well.